Chris playing, like, uh, some of you guys called GP, so I was like, that's Kurt Franklin. So, GP, are you with me? Come on, oh, GP, are you with me? We have a church, we ain't going nowhere. GP, are you with me? There we go. Well, that's good, you guys did that good. Good morning. Our church service is at 1 p.m. in California, so, like, this whole morning thing, I haven't gotten used to it in a while. Uh, and so this morning, 9 o'clock service, they, they might have got the little low-level energy, but y'all going to get the fire today. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Thankful for Josh to give me uh, the opportunity to come and love you guys. Um, I'm uh, friends with, with Stan Mitchell. Pastor Stan has been a blessing to my church, Live on Purpose Community Church in Vacaville, California. And uh, so this is so beautiful to be here in this space with you. How many of you guys have gone camping recently? One. Wonderful. That's all I needed. God always comes through with the one. He left the 99 for the one. So thank you for raising your hand. You're the only one that's gone camping. Someone's like, no, I actually raised my hand, so I don't know why she's saying that. I'm thankful because I'm not just by myself here. My mom and my dad are with me. Um, They are actually Tennesseans, uh, locals from Paris, Tennessee. And I also have some, my cousins here, uh, loving on us. But more than that, I have my beautiful fine as wine wife up in the house. Uh, Give her some love. She's holding one of our babies. We have two twin girls, eight months. So I'm here and existing um, after no sleep for the past eight months. So I'm going to need you to respond to me. Now, I am black and white, so when I say, do you feel me? You heard that? You guys got that? I need you to be like, amen or yes. Okay? We got it. So let's just try it out. Uh, Can I get an amen? Amen. All right. Can I say, are you feeling me? You get what I'm saying? What will you say? Yes. Yes. Y'all own it. Got it. We're going to be in... 1 John chapter 1 and 2, and uh, you guys are in the middle of your core value series, so it's beautiful that I was asked to kind of come in and talk about love and courage, and, and, and those are two things that I believe go hand in hand. Uh, they are a match together. They, they need each other to exist, and I'm going to be talking about light, and what does that look like? Um, so I looked up the definition of light, and light is a natural agent that simulates sight and makes things visible. First John chapter 1, it says this in verse 5, this is a message we heard from Jesus, and now we declare to you, God is light, and there is no one, there is now no one in darkness in him at all. Six. We are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spirit, in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing truth. Seven. But if we are living in the light, as God is in the light, And we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we are living in the light, if we are living in the light, and God is a light, then we have fellowship with each other. And I want to go on and skip on to chapter 2, verse 7. It says, Dear friends, I am not writing a new commandment for you. And in the Greek, it literally is actually using the words of like, look, this is the the new Greek. Uh, This ain't nothing new. Okay? This is nothing new. This is not going to be new to you. It's not going to shock you. Here it is. Love one another. Love one another. This is the oldest commandment. It says to love one another. 
This is a message that we've heard before. John specifically was telling us something that we've heard over and over again. I like to compare it to if you go to like Thanksgiving dinner and great auntie comes in. Great auntie ain't got no kids, but she got a mean macaroni casserole. <laughs> and she's had that for years. Like she ain't got no kids, but she got that casserole. And she comes in, right? And she's like sitting there and she's like, you're like, auntie, you know, that looks a little different. She says, well, yeah, I tried a new recipe. Everyone in the room makes eye contact like, why? Why did she do that? Why did she just ruin our Thanksgiving dinner like that? Why did she have to do anything new? We liked the way it was, right? Some things that are, that are, that are old things, like you don't have to, it's just, it is what it is. Like when he's saying this is nothing new, you know that you're to love. It's nothing new. Well, why do we need to be told it? Because it's still something hard. And so today we're going to look at love, we're going to look at courage, we're going to see them come together, the divine insistence of love. We see that in John, uh, 1 John, where it says, this is a message from God, God is light. The divine is, is the consistency of light, the divine brings light. And then we also see it, it saying in, in verse 6 that, that it's the human expression of love is light. Like the human expression, how we now take the light and move it out of us is actually love. I'm not writing you a new commandment. This is stuff you already know. Love has to bear something. And in Galatians, we know about the fruits of the Spirit. We know that love has to bear something. There has to be something that comes from it. And so when you're living in the light... You were also living in love. When I was a kid, my brother used to chase me and my friends around the house with the lights off. And every single time, we'd be just as scared as we were the first time. Like, scared. Even though we know the house, we know where we're going. This is my room. Why am I scared? Well, he chased us around. We chased us around in the dark. And all it was was just a little light switch, and we weren't scared anymore. Light has the ability to come in in the moment where we are like feeling chased by fear and all those different things, and the light comes in, and you're not scared anymore. When I, I grew up in a military home, so like uh, this is a really interesting thing. When we lived on base, and so I'm, I walk around a little bit, so y'all okay with that? All right. What if I did, like, did this? Did this? I, can you record me now? Can you record me now? Oh. So I, we would be on base, and the lights would go out often. And I'm thinking, y'all didn't pay your taxes, that's why. <laughs> the lights would go out, and all of a sudden, we'd all be looking around for, like, one light, a candle, something, to light up the living room. And if you remember this as a child, or maybe it, it does something for you, when the lights would go out in the house, everyone, no matter what you were doing, you might have been in your room, you might have been in someone else, you might have been doing something over here, all of a sudden, it doesn't matter what you're doing, you stop, you can't see anything, and you find where the light's at. And usually, I don't know about you guys, but for me, we would end up playing games and like Monopoly and all types of fun, beautiful bonding activities when the lights were out. And my mom or someone would be like, you know, this was a really good bonding experience. We should do this more often. (laughs) But we have to wait for the lights to turn out for that, right? But when the lights go out, the first thing you seek is light. And then everyone's drawn to it. So... When I was being chased as a kid, I, I, I was scared because there was no light on and the light was turned on, I wasn't scared anymore. When, when the lights went out, when le- electricity went out, it, we would all search for the light and, and we would just begin to have community around it, experiencing the moment together. 
Another one, and uh, ladies, you, I don't know why this goes down like this, but you go, you'll understand what I'm saying here in a second. You ever have that one friend that has to go to the bathroom and has to have you go with her, even though you don't have to? Now, this is like a plethora of women issues. All the time, girls be like, I have to go to the bathroom. Can you go with me? No, I don't need to go. <laughs> but can you just walk with me? So then you have them go to the bathroom, right, ladies? And like everyone up in there is no one's using the restroom except for one person. The rest of them are all like, oh, tell me what he said. What, what did he do? Like everyone's gossiping in the bathroom. That's like the plethora of gossip, right? And so when you go camping and you have a, a one friend that has a flashlight, you follow them. And so like if you're going to the bathroom, you're going somewhere out in the dark and the one person has a flashlight, you're with the person that has a flashlight. Why? Because they can see in front of them. And you are not Ray Charles. <laughs> Nor do you need to be when you go camping. So you follow that person with a flashlight. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm right. You have a flashlight. You're following that person in the dark. When you're with a group of people, someone has a flashlight outside of the dark. Bears, lions, and tigers, oh my, all that. You have the flashlight, you follow that flashlight. Right? So here we have, when I was a kid, I'd be chased around the house and I was scared, I was fearful. When the light came on, I wasn't. When I was a young person and, and the lights would go out in the house, all the lights would go out, electricity went out. Some of y'all are like, oh, that happened to me every other week because I just don't pay my bills. Don't look around and don't judge people in this room. <laughs> this is a church. <laughs> So the lights go out. What happens? Everyone gathers to where the one light's at, and all of a sudden, everyone's sitting in the living room together having real conversation because light opens up the door for community in darkness. And the last one, you go camping, you're out in the darkness, you are out, and you're moving, and you're, ro and you're walking, you're going somewhere, you have a flashlight, right? And you, you project the light ahead so you can see where you're going. And so here we have the chase. Then you have the seeking then you have the finding. This is the evolution of living in light, where love and courage comes in. Mother Teresa said this, the hunger for love is much more difficult to remove than the hunger for bread. It's not a new thing, this love thing. Now, you can love your mama, and you can love your best friend and your wife or your husband. But when you got to love that coworker that you just can't stand, that's when it gets hard, and that's when courage comes in. Stanford did this whole breakdown in psychology. They, they had a whole breakdown of this whole study of love. And this ain't even that spiritual stuff, but it's going to feel like it when I read it off to you. Some of y'all in here, the background of the church, you're like, that is, that, is the, that is the Holy Spirit, that is Jesus. Some of y'all are like, that's just science. That's fine, I don't care where you land on this, but listen to this. Mother Teresa said that, that love is, is something that, you, that, that you, you, you are hungry for, you, you're hungry for it. And then the study in Stanford says this, that when you actually bring out love and you pour out love, you actually experience peace, decrease depression and anxiety, you reduce pain, you increase the feeling of, of well-being, you reduce blood pressure. These are all beautiful things that happen when you just love somebody. You increase self-confidence. And that's what love does. And so the value here at this church would be to love and to do so with courage. I would hope that the value of all churches would be that.
Sometimes it ain't. But we ain't judging nobody. (laughs) Will you pray with me? Divine God, Spirit, Holy Spirit, move over this this room, and I just ask that you would open our hearts and our ears to hear. And when people maybe have come in today with heavy burdens or heavy hearts, God, I ask that this would be a space where those things are lifted. And the burdens that maybe we have occupied or or gathered throughout this week, God, I, I just pray that we can just release them together. I thank you. More of you, God, and less of me. In your name, amen. And so how do these values work, this love and courage thing? Courage, in the dictionary, says it's, it's actually a response to doing something that might be fearful. And so sometimes it's really scary to love someone that has prejudice or has issues or doesn't like you or you have issues with, right? And it might take a little bit of courage to do so. Because rejection's there, or or frustrations, or maybe the 29th argument about the same topic, right? We were in a a nice little restaurant last night, my wife and I, my family, and we're sitting there eating, and this guy comes up to us, he goes, oh my gosh, you have twins, this beautiful, I have twins too, this is so great, wow, like super loving, super friendly, and me and my wife are like, yeah, yeah, He's like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. Oh, you did so cute, you're so cute. Like, like talking to them. Like, it was like this real, like, full-on interaction happening. And then, out of nowhere, he's like, so which, who's the, uh, the daddy and the mommies here, right? And I said, well, <laughs> no dad. <laughs> moms, we're moms here, right? We're moms, just moms, we're moms. And he goes, He's just kind of slow. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> and leaves. And the feeling that I got in the moment was like, I'm about to break this dude's neck. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm a pastor. I wouldn't even think that. <laughs> That's not walking in love, Aaron. Practice what you preach, girl. What are you doing? <laughs> No, I, I know immediately what I thought was like, this guy, this guy, right? Like, I got, like, quickly, like, I was like, ugh, like, come on, like, you just messed up my dinner, dude, you know? Um, I had to work through that. Of course, I had to work through that. I had to preach today about it, so that's wonderful. <laughs> but it's, it's the places that are hard to love that actually increases the courage in us to love well because we're loving out of not because of who we are, but because of who God is in us. And when we begin to walk in light and we begin to walk in the light that that we have because of God, because God is light and we're allowing the divine to move through us, then we actually are becoming better for it and we're actually becoming better at loving for it because it's no longer about what we like and what we, because we can love all day long based on our opinion and what we like and don't like. But man, when you start to love something that has nothing to do with what you like, that's walking in the light and that's going to take a little bit of courage. That's what this church is going to be doing more on and, and moving forward in this community. It's going to keep doing that. My church in California, we were in a highly conservative town, ironically, in California. And, and we constantly are battling that. But if we're not walking in light and in love, what's the point? Even with those who don't agree with us, even with the church down the street that doesn't consider this one. 
You have to walk in love and in light. And it's going to take courage. So how do I know if I'm walking in light? Or, or how do I know that it's moving around me and, and forward? This lantern right here, like, I want you to go back with me in, like, medieval days. All right, I want you to, this is not, this, I want you to use your imagination. I know you can. All right? I want you to picture me, this, this old woman up in, like, medieval times just walking around this castle or something. And I'm walking around it, and this little lantern is, like, lighting up just my space around me. Right? And, and that's great and all because I can get to where I need to go because I'm in darkness, but this little lantern is kind of is helping me encompass my own space. And that's great and all when you find the light and you can like use it to actually get out of your own darkness, but that's not why you found it. And so what do people do? They said, well, this is good and all, but I think we need to go beyond that because I think people are tired of just kind of going slowly through the things, but maybe if we had a flashlight that moved things forward. So no longer would it be the light that's just in my own circumference. Now it's a flashlight that's actually pointing a direction and moving me forward because now I'm walking in the light, but I'm moving in it too. So no longer is it just about me. It's about moving forward. And no longer is it just about me. It's actually about others seeing, oh, you're moving that way. And so you never bring light to somebody by shining it in their eyes, right? Like that ain't cool, right? (laughs) It ain't ever cool. Right? Right? Like if you just met somebody like, hi, I, I, you know, I, I love Jesus and uh, how are you? <laughs> like blind somebody, you like open your, flat, your, your phone up and like just, you know, you ever like had a flash picture taken and you didn't know what was happening and you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> right? <laughs> the light was never meant to shine in someone's eyes. It was meant to direct people out of their own darkness because I have it and you have it. We all have it in this room. And the more I hold a flashlight, it doesn't take away from my brokenness and the darkness that's in me. It actually actually helps me move out of it. And because I'm moving out of it, you too can move out of yours. And the more you see me move out of it, the more you move out of it. I don't need to flash it in your, in your face to say, hey, you really should be walking in the light. You know, you say you're a Christian, but that's not really loving. We do that. And on the progressive side, we really do that amongst each other, right? Our Facebook posts are, posts are off the hook. Another church, that's what they did. <laughs> Man, walk in light, walk in love, and it's going to take courage. It's going to take courage at a, at a Thanksgiving table talking to people who don't agree with you. It's going to take courage with a best friend who goes to the same church that you used to go to, and now you go to this one, and they're like, you don't really go to church anymore. It's going to take courage to sit with them and say, I love you, and I'm going to show you what it looks like to walk in the light, and I'm not going to take this light that I have found, this truth that I have found, and shine it in your eyes. I'm just going to walk, and if you want to walk in that, you'll walk with it in it too. So we have to change our approach, right? A people of love, a people of light. And how do we know? Because it doesn't matter about the differences in our preferences. It's about equality with each other, the human spirit. How do we know? It's, it's not about fairness. Like, well, is this really fair that I give them a little bit of where to go because they did this to me? Not about that. See, love, love is a choice. Love is hard. But love brings light. Or how about the community? The community, almost going back to the concept of when the lights went out, everyone surrounds the light. 
the community, this community should be a place where people, and I'm sure that has where you've been standing outside or walking to your car and you have this beautiful divine conversation with someone in this space and you're like, I see the light in you and because I see it in you, I got to pull it out of me. There's something good happening here. And you have these little conversations back and forth around this room and that's the divine moving in community and that's the light that's here. Amen? Amen. You guys hearing me? Some of y'all complain too much. Go ahead and look down at your feet. I'm stepping on toes today. No, y'all need to really look down at your feet. Some of you complain the moment you walk out of here. Can you stop for one day complaining about what was and see that what is is good and there's light? We complain too much. When we're complaining, we're just taking that flashlight and just shining it on us. Or maybe we're going back to the lantern days where it was just about us. And it was never supposed to be just about us. About me. It's supposed to be about us collectively. Amen? Amen. It takes action. A lot of it. Chase and seek and find. Walking in the light is one of love and courage. And here's the thing, you're not creating the light, you're holding space for it. You don't have to obligate yourself to think like, what do I do? Do I need to go and like, you know, rub some stuff together and blow and make a fire? No, you aren't creating the light. The light exists. You were just making space and room for you to travel with it and move with it and live in it and actually share it and go to different places. You aren't creating the light. You were just making room for it. And what happens when you make room is that other people find it. That's the difference. It takes a lot of pressure off of you, doesn't it? Because, man, we all mess up. Chase and seek and find. The light will always lead others out of darkness. We're not creating it. We're making space for it. 1 John 2 Seven, dear friends, I am not writing a new commandment for you. Rather, it is an old one. You have heard it from the very beginning. This old commandment to love one another is the same message you heard before. Yet, it's also new. Jesus loved the truth of this commandment, and you also are living it out. You are living in it. Listen to this. For the darkness is disappearing, and the true light is already shining Nine, if anyone claims I am living in the light but hates the fellow brethren or believer, if anyone claims that I am living in the light but I have an issue that I haven't resolved, I am holding on to unforgiveness, I am holding on to things of bitterness, I am walking around in frustration, I don't even like to talk about things because I get angry because I am unforgiving. If I am not walking in the light, I am not walking in love. I support LGBTQ rights, but I have a problem with Black Lives Matter. I don't really like immigration policies, but I actually like LGBTQ stuff. I I don't really like LGBTQ stuff, but I really like black people, so that's cool. I mean, our opinions shouldn't dictate how we love, but they do. And it's going to take courage, that courage part, to love better. Because we were only upset about things that we are ignorant to. If anyone claims I'm living in the light but hates a fellow believer, that person is still living in darkness. 
Anyone who loves a fellow believer or brethren or person is living in the light and does not cause others to stumble. So you, why, why don't you cause others to stumble? Because you ain't holding a lantern anymore. You are holding a flashlight that pushes people forward. That's why. Because you are also projecting for other people to keep walking and moving and growing and you are doing that. So that there could be Dan's and there could be Greg's and there could be Rachel's who are in this other room in here. So there could be other people in this room that keep moving forward and keep growing and keep going, right? Not causing others to stumble. But anyone who hates his fellow brethren is still living and walking in darkness. Such a person does not know the way to go and have been blinded by darkness. Living in light. Living in light. In the context in the context of this, no man is an island. Not you, not me, none of us. We can act as though we are, right? How easy it to act as though I am my own person, I just deal with me. It gets too messy when I have to, be, when I have to help other people. <laughs> or how easy is it to come to this church every Sunday and just fill a seat but not actually get involved with the community because that's going to cause you to have to do something that's a little bit out of your comfort zone, Maybe. Well, that's, that's love, because love is light, and love just doesn't stick with just you. It, it moves out of you. It pours out of you, as it should. Why? Why did an invention that used to just be stuck about my sight become something that became something that gave forward sight? Why does that look so much like love and light here? Because you, our church, the people in this church, in other churches, in my church back home, we are meant to bring light into darkness. And that's the beauty of this. To wake up on a Sunday morning and come into a space like this and to know that no matter how dark it is around me, I'm thankful for a space like this where I find light and community, where I can be charged up and go out and do the same for others. The chase the seek and the find. Some of us don't even know we aren't walking in love. We think we're doing it so well. I like to compare that to a bad hair day. Some of us don't even realize we're having one until our friend tells us. And in that moment, you're like, wait, my hair is messed up. I thought it looked good today. And they're like, nah, it doesn't. You need to go change that up. Go in the bathroom. Go look at it. Go fix that. You go and you're like, oh, snap. I was looking pretty rough, right? Sometimes we need someone to tell us, hey, I know that you think you're doing this well, but I just witnessed it and it wasn't doing it well. All right, you did not get that love part right. Everyone feeling okay with what I'm saying today? Yes. My mom and dad uh, from Tennessee, right? My mom being um, African-American, black woman, my dad being white. I find it interesting to be now back in Tennessee and kind of feel some of those same heavy things. And not just in Tennessee, guys. It's not just you guys. I'm in California, I'm telling you. All right? Don't believe everything you see. Like, there is, we got some stuff in California. <laughs> there is a, a thickness that comes with, with pushing people out based on our opinion. 
And we can get caught up in that as a progressive Christian body to do the same to those who pushed us out too. And so my heart for you today, Grace Point, is to say, walk in light and walk in love and God will do the rest. Walk in light and walk in love and God will do the rest. Here's the thing. You don't ever realize you need the strength and the courage until you actually are in a situation where you need it. So if you're sitting here today and you're thinking, I don't really know what she's talking about. I'm good with loving people. Well, then you need to love a little bit better because if it ain't scaring the crap out of you to love someone a little bit harder, then maybe you're not really doing it in a courageous space. Maybe it's really comfortable for you. Maybe giving hugs in this room, it feels good, and that's great, and it's beautiful, and there's a time and place for it. And I'm not saying you need to rush to your healing. I say you need to find that healing. But I do need to say, when you found that healing, it's time for you to go out and help someone else find theirs. Right? Right. It's a flashlight. It's a light that moves forward. It's, hey, will you go to the bathroom? I don't have to go to the bathroom. Fine, I'll go to the bathroom with you because you have the flashlight. I'll walk with you. I ain't going to fall into something. Fine, I will go with you because I see that you are putting light out in this darkness. I see it. I'm following it. It's not because of you. It's because of God, the divine moving through us in this room. Saying loudly, you and your life means more than just going through the motions and just waking up and just doing whatever is easy, whatever is easy, whatever is easy. You and your life is meant to actually get up and go against the grain and push against the walls and say, I will find the courage to get through this and love better than I did before. And receive the love that you deserve from the first place. The Spirit of God is doing a new thing. And I believe this church is a part of it in more ways than you can imagine, in more ways than just space on Sunday morning. When we are chased in the dark, we know that if we find light, we find freedom. We find joy, goodness. We know that if we seek, we'll find. In the scriptures, it says, if you seek me, you'll find me. So we know that in our darkness, in our brokenness, in our depression, our anxiety, our frustrations, in the dirty stuff, the nasty family stuff, the rejection stuff, the I didn't get invited to Christmas dinner stuff, the, all that stuff in that darkness. I know, I know where to find the light. And I'm so thankful for a community that also does. So we seek and we find. We seek and we find. And then when we find it, here's the beauty of it all, and I hope you all grab this today. You found it. You've arrived. Now, take that light and shine it out of you and light up this city, light up your workplace, light up your family, light up your your situations, light it up and move forward because you light it up and you move forward. You light it up and you move forward. You light it up and you can see forward. It might be dark around you. It might have been really a bad year, but you light it up and you move forward. And you do that because other people need to see it too. Love and courage, walking in the light. We have to have the struggle in order to see the outcome. We have to have the struggle. We have to have the darkness to see the light. Differences. When we're all pursuing in love and in courage, we're all doing that together, then we make space for someone else to do it too.
walk in love, walk in light. And remember that the chase is real, the light is brighter. Remember, remember that the seeking is real, and when you find it, it is good, and there's a long monopoly game waiting for you with the people you love. And remember this, you are just holding space for your way out and someone else's. God is love, God is light, and God will give you courage to love right. Amen? Will you pray with me? Holy Spirit, you are good and you have shown your heart. So I ask right now in this room as we are kind of just taking in this moment, may our lives reflect you. May light be something that just moves through us, over us, in us. God, I pray right now for reconciliation in families and friendships and bonds. God, may mothers and fathers laugh with children again, God. May husbands and wives actually go on vacations and dream again, dream of new things again, God, in this room. May those who no longer speak to each other begin to speak to each other, work through issues and forgive each other, even in this room. And may the bitterness that we have gravitated towards, that we have pulled ourselves to, maybe the darkness that we have actually stayed in, maybe right now in this very moment, maybe there is a light that's shining that they would run to. May your spirit do what it always does, and it restores, and it renews, and it brings joy, and it brings hope and redemption. And we thank you in your name, we pray. Amen.